Welcome to the Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Please like, rate, and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. More information available at facebook.com slash eyesofindigo or at iriscarter.com where you will find a link to the Eyes of Indigo podcast. My name is Margot Ross Sears. The other lady. Name. Name. Go. She got her own but her own her name. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for Iris. I couldn't get to the, the, the button. <laughs> is Iris Carter, who uh, and we co-host a weekly podcast that you're looking at now called Eyes of Indigo. And welcome. We are happy to see and hear our regulars. And if you are a newcomer, you are very welcome here. If you'd like to know more about my background, about Iris's background and um, our professional uh, resume kind of information, please feel free to go back to the first episode in the series that we have created. I think we're up to almost like somewhere between 25 and 30 episodes now. Yeah, so right around like 27, 28, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Go back to number one. And you can see a short rundown of uh, Iris and I interviewing each other on our professional backgrounds. And you can see more about what kind of uh, intellectual weirdos we are. (laughs) (laughs) Emphasis on the weirdo. Yeah, really. (laughs) Yay! And we've got Deborah and Denise and Sherry. Thank you. Hi, ladies. Good evening. Hi. So, Iris. Yes. Your turn. (laughs) okay so tonight's um show is the it's called um bingo (laughs) 2.0 we were trying to be clever uh but you know you hear we've heard all this stuff 3d 4d 5d 5g 4g you know and it may sound like call letters letters from a bingo game but what are they really and so we want to talk about magnetic fields, energy fields, um, and all that. And and by no means are we authorities on the subject, but uh, because we're not scientists, okay. But we we've heard things that we're going to share. <laughs> but it's all not speculation either, okay. <laughs> We, we do research and we are discerning to a large extent. <laughs> right. And that's kind of what right. we want to talk about is, okay, what, you know, you hear these terms floating around. So what do they mean? Literally. And how, how does it affect individuals? You. Yeah. You as an audience member. So as a human. The, <laughs> yes. And um, the, the, the first thing that, I want to talk about, which is sort of a a good foundation. Talk a little bit about the science of it, but hopefully it it won't be putting y'all to sleep. Um, No, this show will never put anybody to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't got time for that. That's it. (laughs) Okay. So if you've ever heard of an EMF, electro and magnetic field, That's the thing that like Ghostbusters takes out, you know, not Ghostbusters, sorry. Um, (laughs) Ghost Hunters, Hunters, Ghostbusters takes out the the nuclear equipment. Uh, (laughs) um, But like I used to do paranormal research and we would use EMF readers and you could, and some of them had the Goss or the EMF and the Goss is just a, rate a higher rating it's it's like the difference between a gram and a kilogram or whatever you know okay okay so it's a measure for emf hey randy and so what is this electric and magnetic field? field okay yeah field and so if you think about Sidebar, sometimes people characterize characterize it as electromagnetic frequency. Yes. Yeah. And and it was funny because I always called it electromagnetic field or EMF reader, uh, electromagnetic field, but it's actually hmm. electro elect electro tra- electric and magnetic field, which I oh, thought okay. was interesting. I yeah, I learned something in my research. Um but basically what it means is radiation. 
<laughs> Thank you for the bell. You yes. get a bell. <laughs> I get a bell. <laughs> so it's basically radiation. And there's low levels and high levels. There's good radiation and bad radiation. Are you a good radiation or a bad radiation? <laughs> What color shoes do you wear? Yeah. <laughs> I'll red? take the red slippers. Thank you. <laughs> red <Groovy> slippers. <laughs> All right, enough. Okay. All right. I'll that, that was good. That was good. All right. So, um, all electronics have some sort of EMF reading. And, it, it, you know, from your cell phones, to your television, your refrigerator, your um, microwave, uh, microwave um, computers, your Wi-Fi routers, um, all of that. And then your x-rays and your MRIs. The x-rays and the MRIs are actually of the high frequency radiation where the other stuff is low frequency. But when you for example one of the things um when we would do paranormal investigations the emf is not just to see if there's emf activity that doesn't belong there it's to get a balance of the room so that you know like if, if there's a if you've got um a disturbance well an electrical line running through your house or yeah. or even uh, tell like we we would we would get like high EMF readings sometimes, and you go outside and say, oh they've got electrical lines going across, or this is where the, you know if you run it along the wall and then you run it down low and there's no reading but along the wall there is a reading it's because they had old lines running through the house that were giving off energy, um and 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 that just that's just common sense even because you know like in older homes where the where the sheath on the wires gets old and all yeah it'll the the electricity will kind of come through it's Um, not as insulated right yeah and it's and it's not like it's dangerous it's just there um yes and sherry says uh emf is everywhere and it, and it is. I mean, and it comes from the sun. We have EMF from the sun. Humans. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And Humans so, throw it off every beat of their heart. They throw off EMF. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's electricity. We're electric. Do, 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 we are electric. <laughs> we are magnetic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, like there, there were times where like there was one time we were in a uh, shop. And this guy said, well, every time I'm in this area, I feel like there's something here. (laughs) And we went and he had a refrigeration unit, a bunch of coffee makers. It was a coffee shop, a bunch of coffee makers, refrigeration unit, two of them, one one behind him, one in front of him, cash register, and a laptop sitting there. You think the EMFs are going nuts? Yeah. And what will EMFs do? Uh, If you have too many EMFs, Some of the symptoms can be uh, problems sleeping, depression, headaches, fatigue, itchiness, lack of concentration, change in memory, dizziness, restlessness, uh, decreased appetite, nausea, a change in the electrical activity in your brain, and paranoia. So a lot of times if we found high... Sounds like menopause. Hey, pregnancy. It's, it's an electrical change in the body. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> there might there might be something to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speculating, but, yeah. right? But what? Um, so a lot of times, you know, we'd say, you know, th- you don't have a ghost. You just got too much electricity going on over here. You know, y'all need to create a Faraday cage or something. Which I find is really interesting. Faraday cages were created by a guy named Faraday, and it and it's to block off the the emf the radiation to stop but the it radiation was, he created it in 1836 when was electricity hmm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> and I, I know i need to do more research to find out why he did it 
But yeah, Faraday things would make you go, hmm. Yeah. What did what did he know or have? Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was because the United States was not widely wired or put on the grid until the early 1900s. <clears throat> so if yeah. Faraday was building cages in 18. the mid 1800s. Early. Knew, yeah, early. Yeah, 36, 1836. <clears throat> he knew something about the radiation factor that obviously was not widely known. Yeah. So, I mean, and I know there were things going on. I mean, when did, who invented the x-ray? Wasn't Curie. Was it Curie? No. No, Curie got, she got hit by x-ray, radi gamma radiation. Okay. So, she was gamma, she, yeah, that was from decay. Yeah. So there was stuff going on, but anyway. But anyway. Yeah. You could go you could go way down that rabbit hole, but for the sake of simplicity from the beginner level that we're speaking yeah. from tonight. Right. Um, and so from that, um there is um the feeling that high well, high levels and some of this some people, some scientists say one thing and some scientists say another. And I found, I want to mention this. Let me throw this up real quick. A website that I really thought was good. Um, it's called uh, Medical News Today. And um, I was reading about it and, you know, okay, where do they get their information? They're based out of the UK. Uh, that's United Kingdom for you, <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know. Oh, you know, all these acronyms. Come on now. Yes. <laughs> They're based uh, out of the United Kingdom, otherwise known as England or Great yeah. Britain. Right. Yeah. And they um, believe in being evidence-based medical reviewers. They have a whole panel of doctors, pharmacists, psychologists, whatever, reviewing the materials that they create articles on and have them reviewed for accuracy before printing and they don't they don't necessarily say this is the way it is but what they do is like with the emfs they said this is what what are emfs are they good or are they bad what is the bad some of the bad stuff what you know how can it affect my health and that sort of thing and they do that with like all of their topics and it's really well broken down plain english good information so i found it to be a good resource and they're also associated with with um, thank you, yeah. uh, Healthline and GoodRx. Some people know GoodRx because they're the ones with the um, discount. Yeah, the discount prescription prescription discounts. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to mention that, but they said that um, uh, EMFs might might present uh, might be possibly carcinogenic. Um, there has been an increase in gliomas, which is a brain and glioma sorry uh sorry. brain and spinal cord tumors and they typically happen on the same side as people use their cell as phones. the exposure yeah as mm -hmm. the exposure comes from and mm -hmm. so i know we've all heard those stories you know, that, <clears throat> yeah don't stick your cell phone in your bra and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and then also an increase in leukemia adult leukemia uh with increased emf exposure the years that emfs have increased and so why do i mention all this and there was something else i wanted to show you because there's two sides to the story and that is one side yeah. yes and so when you look at okay you've got the emfs and you think about you know there's been stories over the years of these uh, houses being built under electric lines you know those big power in fact, I've got them kind of in the distance here, but you know the 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 huge ones that leave huge paths and fields with the big Power lines. towers, yeah, yeah the, the big giant towers, yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of times you'll find that uh, homes that are constructed in those areas are mm -hmm. typically low low income families, and then you hear about kids developing cancer, you know, where they have grown up in that area and, and they're attributing it to being around all those EMFs because it's an abnormal amount. Um, when you think of that and then you start getting into the 4G and the 5G. Yeah, the 4G. Sure. 
Sherry, yeah. Sherry made a comment. She says she she uh, she reports you're not supposed to live within ten miles of one of those uh, <laughs> power line towers. Yeah. yeah, and we all know that that that's not how it is. I got one a quarter yeah. mile from me. You know, I mean, it's it's yeah. out my backyard basically. I mean, not over my house, thankfully, but still. It's a quarter mile. It's not. It's not at ten miles, right? No. Right. As we get, as the population gets more crowded, that's less and less possible. But Sherry, yes, thank you for chipping that in. Absolutely. Um. So the G's and the four G and the five G. It means generation, and so fourth okay. generation to fifth generation okay. technology. And and it's referring to cellular networks. And if you they use radio waves uh, in the higher frequency, meaning, um, OK, when you have cell, you know, like when you talk about cell phones, cell towers, it's because um, a cell is a small geographic area. OK. And so the radio waves used in that small area, mm -hmm. um, all wireless, they, the radio waves connect all the wireless devices that are in one cell area through an okay. antenna. So a cell, right. a cell will have an antenna and it connects all the devices that are in that area. And then you go from one cell to the next to the next. Your signal bump jumps from tower antenna to tower antenna. Right. Right. And the five, uh, if the higher the frequency, high frequencies of those radio waves mm -hmm. don't travel as far. So you have to have more, more. cells. Right. Um, and... 4G devices cannot use the same networks that require 5G devices. As far as what they've reported so far. Right. That's that's the that's the always the caveat. Yeah. Yeah. So um, far, what they were right. And right. then um the all okay. Then you have the bandwidth. And I, I honestly, I'm not real good with explaining what that is, but that's like the amount of power, you know, mm -hmm. how much. And and when the the 5G is going to have a larger bandwidth to increase the speed of transferring cell, um, signals, which is a feature that cell phone users want. Right. Yeah. And right. they plan for it to be able to go up to 10 gigabytes per second. 10 gigabytes per second. That's thousands and thousands of highly detailed photographs. Yeah. I mean, think about. Just to the, give it a, the, just to quantify what is 10 G or 10 right. gigs, what 10 gigs can be. Because a gigabyte is a thousand megabytes. Um, I do wedding photography. When I ship photographs to a bride, I'll ship about 150 images in large size for printing and small size for electronics. So about 150, so 300, 300 images only takes up about two gigs. So, 10 gigs. 10 gigs, a if second. You, a second. If you're talking about cell phone size pictures, which are much smaller than printable size, you're talking about thousands of photos in 10 gigs. Yeah. 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 So, um, and yeah, and then what's going to happen, too, is with the larger bandwidth, it means networks can serve the Internet for computers competing with cable providers. So you start getting into the competition, too. Yeah. That almighty dollar. 
So, yeah. uh, industrial competition, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and all of this just means you've got more energy going around you. Air. Yeah, flying through the air. Show them and, the picture. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there you it's go. Every, as Sherry said, it's everywhere. Yes. But I don't feel a thing. <laughs> Man being bombarded by invisible rays. But I yeah. don't feel a thing. Cartoon <laughs> looks like it's from, what, 1955? That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, something That's like that. That's very cool. That's very cool. And then, um, well, I might as well go ahead and show this one because I thought this was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. This one is a, a man wrapped up in aluminum foil. When you find out 5G is now available in your area, 5G will fry. Not today, cancer. <laughs> not today, cancer. And he's wrapped from head to toe, every finger, every foot, every inch of him. He looks like a human baked potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there might be something to that. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> You gotta have humor about this, or it'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and like, um, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So I was gonna show y'all this, and Margot has one too. This, what did I say it was called? Oh crap! Oregon, Oregonite. 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 Yes. Or, Oregonite or Oregonite? I'm not sure how to. Or Oregonite. It's O R G O N I T E. Yeah. And what it is is um it's it's uh like you you know you have the coating to it, but like in mine, um it's got organite in it and some other metals and a few gems when you flip it over and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um and then Margot's got a really nice version. Um it's got a it's, little spiral and spiral and gemstones. Very yeah. similar to hers. The metal in hers, though, is chipped inside yeah. across the top. It's just a different configuration. But yeah. those that metal is supposed to help absorb mm -hmm. the EMFs. And so, like, I keep mine in my living room where I watch TV. And you can have them stick to your um, phone. They actually make little sheets or little Stickers. squares. Yeah, that you could put on your phone. Um, if nothing else, it looks really cool, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so so that's there are ways, and there are other crystals and gemstones that you can just have around your house that help. And if you just do a search for EMF crystals or crystals to help with EMFs and that kind of it, you'll get a ton of answers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also want to show <clears throat> this just to to tell everybody because I have shared this before. And let me put that on. This, I've talked about it, but we didn't show it, is a um, electromagnetic background level. Uh, this comes from Russia, from Siberia. Yes, sir, Reed, Bobcat Dale, we're Russia. <laughs> <laughs> but even NASA uses this, okay? So we're more connected than you would think. And it's the Schumann resonance. And what it does is it shows, and, and I know it's hard to see it on this screen, but it has it's like showing up pretty good. Go ahead. The hours and the days. Yep. And and you can so at any particular time and day you can see what the magnetic resonance is for the whole planet for the whole planet and so like when you have like one of those sun flares or whatever this mm -hmm. thing will skyrocket or if you um we talked about before that we had um catastrophic uh, events catastrophic events and and um meditations like meditation mass meditations groups. with, with mm -hmm. seventy thousand people you'll you can go back and look and during that Mr. meditation Ruth. time uh this whole the whole almost all of it'll be lit up a popular green and yellow a popular date to go look up is uh september 11 2001 ah between 9 and 11 a.m eastern time usa 
and you're going to see spikes, incredible spikes. Another one was during the tsunami waves that wiped out like parts of Malaysia and India. Uh huh. I can't remember when those were, but that's another time that it peaked. And then, yeah. and yeah, and then meditation groups that sat uh, that sat through um, Washington D.C. and brought down the crime rate by eighty percent wow. while they were meditating. That's a really cool. Maybe we ought to do a show about meditation. Yeah, yeah, and the crazy cool effects that it's had. But all those register on Schumann resonance readings, and they are typically that blue and green. Uh -huh. that you see there yeah they're typically shown that way yeah so uh, lately, it's just, lately the schumann resonance is going up the average schumann schumann resonance is rising um like for the last year i wonder why uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so i just wanted to bring so that kind of gives you a good baseline for some of the other stuff that we're going to talk about and um so i hope it, it sort of made sense or at least gave you a kickoff point if you want to delve yeah. more into it on your own um because like i said we're you know by no means am i a scientist um i'm just sharing enough Research. to help you understand yeah My could, you, could you roll that gaia um dot com yes Yes, 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 yes. One more source of information recommended by my husband, an avid fan of Gaia.com. He found a wonderful documentary about 5G. <gasps> and minute. if you want to go in depth with, <clears throat> excuse me, if you want to research for yourself and get a whole lot of information from authorities really quick, Gaia.com on this particular show, I think it's called Living with 5G. And living living at the speed of 5G with Ben but, Stewart, and yep. it's on the open minds. And I'm going to put it up there. I, I had it typed up. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know if I didn't hit the save button, maybe. I don't know. Can you copy-paste? It won't let me copy. Oh. I know. But, it, but, but I, I'll get it up while you're, you're chit-chatting. So. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> so it's on Gaia.com on the open minds, open minds channel. And... Living at the Speed of 5G is the name of that particular podcast. Uh, heads up, it's extremely detailed. Um, and it's also, um, David, my husband, reports it's also a little scary. So feel free to read other stuff that tells you about 5G is not always portrayed as scary as some um let's say factions want you to believe there are countermeasures in place besides just the personal stuff overview that you got here tonight again it's in your own time if you feel like checking it out so thank you iris for rolling that up there for us sure thing absolutely for those of you that like to dig go dig <laughs> <laughs> so so shifting gears um, some of the other bingo letters that are being bounced around out there that people ask us about that we hear a lot about are typically said together 2D, 3D, and 4D, and 5D. And what are those numbers? What does the D stand for? And how does this relate to the human condition? I can tell you that there is debate about what the D stands for 2D, 3D, uh, 4D, and 5D, and on 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12th D, Ds keep going up, and there is a 1D as well, um, and there's D below that as well. The D stands for, most of the time, it stands for either density or dimension, depending on the context of what you're talking about. Those two things are related under certain conditions in certain contexts. So the way I'm describing them tonight, they're such a related context that you might hear me say them, use them interchangeably, because in the context of what I'm describing, they are related, all right? When 
to be a little more clear, a, a, a density has to do with your vibrational, which is how it's related to what um, Iris was uh, sharing with us. The density has to do with your frequency. The faster your frequency, also called the higher your frequency is, the more dense or more densely compact your frequency wave pattern will look like on a graph. All right, so that's a dense frequency because there's more of them. A lower frequency has a slower, slower path and that's considered lower density. 1D is a lower, slower density than say a 5D, which is a faster, higher density. I'll probably be using density most of the time for this conversation. All right, what is, what are they compared to the human experience? The popular teaching among all types of gurus from across multiple cultures, but widely talked about in new age culture, uh, but not excluding ancient cultures, is that consciousness exists as a vibration and that typically, Humans in this day and age vibrate at a third density or third dimension level. That's you and I, day to day, you know, concrete thing, you know, concrete computer. Whoops. <laughs> Forgot. Don't touch the touch screen. <laughs> and yeah, because it reacts, because I touched it in the 3D. All right. Well, actually, that was a good example. <laughs> The electromagnetism coming out of my finger made the screen jump out. So for me, so 3D is your work a day, every day world of um, solidness and sound and visible light. And I think 3D too, we're typically, you know, you talk about height, height, width and depth, which yes. is where the three dimensions come and from. And that would be the third dimensional, yes. Length, width, and depth, meaning how wide something is, how deep something is, and how tall something is. So that's one, two, three. What is it? Yeah, one, I don't which two, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like paper is 2D because, or, or drawings are 2D because it's Flat. wide and and it's wide and long, but it's yeah. but it has no depth. Your screen, you're looking at something 2D. This video is 2D. Mm -hmm. It only has it only has you know width and height. It has no depth. Unless I you have the funky glasses and the special cameras. The, the three, the, yeah, the 4D, 3D glasses, yeah, that yeah. make it pop out at you, appear to pop out at you. So that's where, yep, that's that's the dimensional aspect in terms of density. Most people are pre actually, you know, I'm thinking, Iris, I can trim this down a little bit. Most people are familiar with what is 4D and, and 3D in terms of, you know, glasses and two-dimensional. 1D is a dot, two-dimensional you know, two is, is a flat plane or a line. Third-dimensional is height, width, and depth like a cube or a ball, and so on and so on and so on. Fourth dimension has even more aspects to it than that. It has a fourth uh, 90 degree angle in a cube, which you can't represent in the 3D. In the twilight so, zone, a girl fell through the wall into the fourth dimension. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this is a very popular theme. All right. So what is the difference between a three? But oh, oh wait, I need to back up. So on this 3D planet, there are 2D, uh, three, third density. Let's, let's be specific. On this third density planet, there are second density beings and first density beings. Sidebar, more and more fourth density and fifth density beings are coming in right now. By nature, things that are first density eventually evolve into being second density creatures or beings. And those beings eventually evolve into being third density creatures or beings, which is what humans typically are. If you're listening to me, you've been a 3D at least once in your lifetime. <laughs> and four and three dense third density creatures and beings become fourth density and fifth density and so on. How long between each type of density varies by what experiences you have, what choices you have, 
and what is the sort of the standard um, expectation. Uh, generally speaking, I've read anywhere from a couple of lifetimes to 80 million years, to put it in Earth terms, all right? So, however, the laws of physics and, and metaphysics are changing. So I'm only good, I can only speak about what I've learned and studied so far. Based on that, what are 1D beings and 2D beings on our 3D planet? Hmm, have you, did you know, have you ever heard of that? Let's go back from where we are. We're threes, just to give it a label for conversation. We're threes. Plants and animals are two. They're second density. It has to do with their level of consciousness. One density, first density, are elements. Fire, water, rock, earth, air, those things. Those are one density beings, first density beings. In the evolution of consciousness, things that are elements, we know them as water, we know them as air, we know them as fire and earth. Eventually they combine and recombine over eons. They don't have lifetimes. 80 million means nothing to them. But over the eons, they condense and recombine their molecules and eventually become microscopic plants, microscopic animals that are born and die and born and die and eventually become more sophisticated plants and animals. That's where lots and lots of lifetimes and lots and lots of years start coming into play. Eventually, they can, this is based on this, oh yeah, the theories of uh, reincarnation are involved here. Eventually, those second density beings become domesticated at the highest um, point of their awareness as a second density being. They become domesticated. They become vaguely and then eventually specifically aware of the next step up, which is humans. So they spend time, they share energy, they start gaining karmic awareness and they eventually decide to switch over sidebar if you have a pet and you know what kind of personality that thing would have if it were a human guess what's gonna happen <laughs> he or she or it is gonna be a person with that personality and temperament and because that's what they're trying to learn to do and that's how they're dealing with the karmic stuff they are experiencing as a 2D. They don't experience karma like we do, but they can observe it. And they eventually will choose to incarnate as a human. So another sidebar, I often get, the, as a psychic, I often get the question, can I reincarnate as a cat? Or can my cat or my dog ever reincarnate as, you know, as my son or my husband or something like that? Yes and no. 2Ds can become 3Ds, but 3s don't go backwards to 2. So, yeah, your pet can become a human, and but you will never become somebody's pet. It, in, in this train of uh, theory, you've already done that. You've already been somebody's pet. Isn't that cool? Perhaps so, they're just missing being that, and that's why they want to. I wish I could be a cat. Yep, you were before. <laughs> Iris has got two rings. Absolutely. That's the, that's where I was exactly where I was going with that. If you wish you're gee, I wish I had the comfy, cozy, you know, uh, 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 you know, comfy life of a cat, spoiled life of a dog or whatever. Well, that's because you miss it. <laughs> that's because you miss it. You've done that. You had that experience. So twos become threes. They become humans and they learn about karma and they learn how to not have karma. <laughs> Remember, they go through, you know, amoebic states, and then they go through plant states, and then they go through wild animal, and then they go through domestic animal. Well, humans in their 3D have have, have stages to go through inside of 3D as well, as well. And we call that consciousness, your awareness of consciousness going up and up and up. Um, you're at a survival level when you're at a primitive survival level. 
uh, at the beginning of your incarnations. But over time, you gain karmic awareness, you gain consciousness, you gain um, uh, heart and emotional attachments, you learn about feelings, you learn eventually not to let your, your feelings are extremely valuable, but you don't let them run the show. You learn about ego attachments, you learn about heart attachments, you learn about EMF, <laughs> you learn how powerful you are, you learn that you're actually a type of deity in some vernaculars, but you are, you learn that you're actually a highly intensely um, gifted spiritual being. And what you do with that determines how long you stay at 3D, how many times you're going to incarnate that way and gain more and more wisdom, okay, for a more typical word. Eventually, a 3D become, can choose at a certain level of awareness to become a 4D. A fourth dimensional person or being, I should say, because you're not so much a person, you become more like a being of light, commonly reported by psychics and clairvoyance and clairaudiences. You kind of look angelic. You glow. Your whole body is, uh, your, your face and your torso and arms can look like they're made of light. You look kind of transparent. Um, however, you can phase into a solid body <clears throat> at will in the fourth dimension. But the number one thing is not about your body. It's not about the cool tricks you can do. You can teleport. You can do, you can read minds. Um, you can do all, you can walk through walls and all that other fun stuff. Uh, you can communicate without speaking, all that stuff. The big thing, though, outside of the, all those cool tricks is you are developing heart. You are developing the concept of love on the cosmic scale of maybe to put it in words on this you're starting to get it on the scale that maybe we understand god to understand love absolute agape unconditional love you're at the beginning of that on the fourth density this is not to say that there aren't nefarious people beings in fourth density there's a whole nother discussion about how nefarious people can get to fourth density. How can nefarious people be in a density that is focused on just love and unconditional love? There's a way. Whole nother discussion has to do with percentages of how much good intention you had, 51% versus 95%, yada, 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 yada. And I'll talk about that in, the, in some other future show. But the vast, as you can tell, it's, it's rare, all right? There are nefarious people, but it's rare. It's extremely rare. And <laughs> also, nefarious and good and bad are human perceptions. Those are 3D concepts. What is good and what is bad, what is evil and what is kind, uh, what is just and unjust, those prejudices, uh, ego attachments, those things all pretty much disappear in fourth, fourth dimensional con uh, fourth because di forgiveness fourth density forgiveness and, is and, where it's and, at. And also there's really not forgiveness because there's no judgment. There's nothing to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. You learn forgiveness only to ultimately understand that there's nothing to forgive. And for some reason we can't bypass that. Even if we intellectually understand it. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> I'm just be honest with you. That's a tough one. 3D consciousness doesn't allow us to skip that step at some level. You have to still go there. There's something about being grounded in this earth plane that we have egos, and, and it's hard to. Egos teach us so much, they're extremely valuable teachers. However, just like any other teacher that you have to outgrow, once you outgrow a teacher, relying back on that teacher will hamstring you and slow you down from further development. So you have to let go of that teacher and move on. But ego is a teacher in this third dimension, just to give it some direct visual directionality. That's good. So thank you. So in fourth dimension, <laughs> thank you all. <laughs> 
all this way. Yeah. So in fourth dimension, you learn to come from heart on everything you do, on every decision you make, on every awareness you learn, lessons, everything comes from unconditional love on a profound level that you're not aware, in, in theory, you're not aware of until you get there. Another interesting aspect about fourth density is that fourth density acts like a doorway. There's a lot going on at four. It acts like a doorway to fifth density. Very few people stay for very long in fourth density. I say people, I mean beings. Very few beings stay in four for long. You can. You can stay as long as you want. Whole universe for the type of beings we are is built on free will. However, once they figure out that they can get to fifth density, they usually start taking the fast track to it. Fifth density relies on two things, heart and wisdom. All right. To put it in 3D terminology, let's use chakras. It relies a lot on the fourth chakra and the seventh, not six. Six is uh, going to help get you from three to four in awareness and all the things that are wonderful about the indigo chakra. But your seventh chakra, the one way up here, your pineal gland, your heart, and all of the wonderful uh, chakras and uh, high heart chakras and all kinds of cool stuff. Heart math is another way, uh, is another uh, study that, that taps into the, how powerful this particular mechanism right here, whoops, oh. <laughs> mechanism right here actually is. And, <clears throat> And, and also the pineal, uh, which is a best kept secret uh, to understate it tremendously. But anyway, 4D acts like a springboard, a doorway, a portal into the fifth density. And at fifth density, now you, in theory, because obviously I'm not doing it, I still have it. <laughs> I'm still here. In theory, you have, you, for you drop the physical body altogether. You stay an energetic body all the time. You are constantly coming from wisdom and heart and you exist for one purpose. You are in service to others, 100%. Obviously nefarious people who are in service to self, which is actually a better terminology. Like, I, like Iris said a minute ago, there isn't a good and evil. Um, you're moving away from that duality, good and evil, right, wrong, male, female, high, low, hot, cold, dark, light. Those are all du dualities. You're moving closer to a unity. In the fifth density, you're very close to a unity. Uh, not, You're still not quite there yet, but you're much closer. And those beings, you can only get from four to five when you are 100% in service to others. So that means a lot of uh, beings that ascended masters and so on that give us advice that answer our prayers that come to us in visions such as jesus of nazareth and archangels and beings like that started from the fifth dimension when they started helping humans they were they were and are 5d creatures 60 creatures uh, beings do that as well and so do sevens and so do eights However, what they are and how to get there is so abstract that now we're moving outside of the English language and I can't really explain it. Um, not without doing a six hour lecture where we actually need to be in the same room because the communicating it would require stuff outside of words. But I can explain, I can explain up to five. Um, but in the fifth density, that's where a lot of uh, angelics and similar uh, high, vibrate, high vibrating guides actually exist and they are 100% in service to others. And that service to others is the guiding principle for all the other densities going up and up and up. There are theories about how far up it goes. Most people can get a brain wrap on that there are octaves of eight. So we know about first density elements, just to review. First density ele was elements, elementals. Second density is animals and plants. Third density is humans and humanoids. And fourth density 
is beings that come from heart that are in a doorway portal situation to uh, be in service to self or to others. And at fourth density, they have to make a choice of remaining in service to self or in service to others. When they choose service to others, they can move into fifth density and they completely spend all of their energy and resources being in service to others, others being all the other souls that are coming up this ladder. In theory, it goes six, seven, eight. The eighth density is actually the first density for the next octave. So our number eight is the next octaves number one. So there are octaves down below us as well. Okay. Our first density elemental is octave number eight for the, is the, sorry, is density number eight for the octave below us. That's one theory. There are other theories that say that they go on infinitely, that there's not separate octaves. You'll hear 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and so on. And until we get there, all we can do is talk about it and speculate. But in a nutshell, that's what those letters 2D, 3D, 4D, 5D represent. I've been talking a long time. Do you guys have any questions? Yes, please ask. You've got please. questions that you can, or underneath, or where, if you ask them, because we can get questions off of Facebook and, and YouTube. Um, or counters, you know, if there's anything that you're going, well, I heard this, and then, you yeah, know, you're yeah, welcome yeah. To if you if you heard a a a contradictory uh, statement or theory somewhere, we'd love to hear it and discuss it. So yeah. feel free feel free to share. If you have any insights? Um, I can also I, speculate. Remember, I mentioned earlier that there are a lot of four Ds and five Ds. Uh, there is lots of evidence that right now. A lot, a lot of humans to the tune of millions are right now switching from fourth dimensional, uh, sorry, from, well, from four to five, are switching from three to four right now just because human evolution is at a crucial turning stage at this point in history. So, yeah, you'll see people being absent-minded and staring out in space. Um, you'll see people disappear and not communicate for days, weeks, months, and then suddenly pop back in and say, oh, yep, not sorry. I was just um, in my own world for a little <laughs> while. This happened a lot in 2020, <laughs> sort of uh, obligated, but a lot of souls took advantage of that isolation. And there are some souls that were already 4th D trying to help out that moved up to 5D. So we do have a really eclectic mix of human souls and humans and humanoids on this planet right now. The majority of them are three. Uh, a popular question is, that I've heard is, can you be part three and part four? Yes, you can switch back and forth. Um, if you're lucky enough to uh, ex understand experience four, stay there. <laughs> My advice, stay there. Fear has a tendency to yank people back into three. Um, a point that Iris brought up, ego, sometimes will bring us back uh, into three after we've switched into four. And there, that's just one reason. That's a popular it's, reason. I think another popular one is um, the ability to recognize everybody moves at their own pace. And so if you have family and you're ready to move on and your family is going you're crazy. I have no idea what you're talking about. And and they, you know, they're still in the social dissonance stage and they, yeah. And they're going, mom's crazy. We need to put her away or, you know, get Throw her some holy water on her. Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey, <laughs> then, booze, something. <laughs> then, <laughs> you <know>. water. <laughs> then, then, you know, so then it's like, well, I don't want to let my children go. They don't need to bring them with me. No, you're, you're not going to, pull anybody we're not going to be able to do that yeah those are karmic attachments tech just in to really really oversimplify those are karmic attachments and emotional attachments that do not transcend free will right if your family and your children want to stay and keep developing and growing their 3d awareness 
then that's what they're entitled to do. And that's what and, they need to do. You can't yeah. make a three-month-old hop up and walk. You know? You can grab his little armpits and make him pretend, <laughs> but as soon as you let go, he's, yeah. a, sitting he's a sitting tater again. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you got to know the secret password to get in or anything. It's, it's either it's you're there or you're not. Yeah. Right. And it's not an exclusive club just because some people choose not to do the 4D uh, 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 you know, awareness thing in this life. They are still entitled and have the opportunity to pick it up in another lifetime, maybe even the next one. Where I'm going with this is you'll run into each other eventually anyway. And 4D and 5D people can see and experience 3D people all they want. And again, a free will situation. So it's not like you're going to leave the planet, go to a different planet and never see the, the 3D earthlings back in the day. That's not how it works. You'll still remember you're an energetic being that will show up uh, by request. Um, and yeah, and you can free will go wherever you want. So you're, you'll still have a relationship with these people. It just won't look and feel exactly the same. Um, it'll actually be a lot more intense, but easier, not complicated, much easier because it all comes from heart, anger, uh, judgments, insecurities, fears are all gone. So it's actually much more pleasant. You remember in Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi was fighting and he stopped and he held up his laser and he let Darth Vader kill him because he was more powerful, ascended, than he was as a human. George Lucas was trying to tell us something. <laughs> All through the whole movie, by the way, but just pointing out one scene. Uh, yeah, you're more powerful and you're more connected and you're more, and you're more effect effective. Uh, I just said that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> effective, effective, yeah. <laughs> Uh, on the other side, um, so uh, in the in the fourth dimension, other side. Yeah. So, um, another popular question is: Is dying the same thing as evolving? Yes and no. <laughs> uh, dying, yes. Uh, you do leave this consciousness behind. Whether it becomes an evolution depends on how and when you decide to manifest another existence. Do you choose to come back as a 4DB or do you choose to come back as a 3DB? Well, if you come back as another 3D, then you didn't evolve that way. But you are a more aware 3D creature than you were before. So the answer becomes yes and no, depending on what you choose after you die. And your choices are going to be based on if you feel like you've learned enough so that you can plan to move beyond 4D. You know, yeah. it's like, do I have enough to, to really stay here or do I need to go back and work some more on some of these other elements and make connections? And some people come back to help other people. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> Some people do that. Um, they come get they come back to help. But what I've also experienced from talking to people from the other side, plus reading all kinds of books by hypnotherapists and psychologists and psychiatrists that have done past life and between life regressions um, for uh, on thousands and thousands of clients. When you are in between lives. You also are connected to talking to working with teachers in the spirit realm. So you're not making these decisions by best guest all by myself. No, you have all kinds of guidance and personal teachers with you walking around, helping you make decisions about what is and what ain't. So you're never alone. You're never if alone. you've ever seen the movie Defending Your Life, yes, that yes. is a huge reveal. Yes, huge. Yes, that's an excellent reference. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> excellent reference. There are other. There's lot, lots of movies that um, and, and stories that brings that kind of revelation. 
along those lines, but that is uh, absolutely true. You're never alone out there. There's all kinds of um, scenarios and they're different for every single person. Your experience of the afterlife, while it may have um, similar aspects to it, such as <clears throat> when you first die, you see a light. Some people describe a tunnel. Some people just describe going to a light. Some people describe glowing beings that look like their loved ones and grandma and grandpa and their dog that died. And they go towards that. I mean, you can see the visual similarities, but they're not exactly the same. It is very, very different for every single person. Just like life on earth here is very, very different. I knew that was coming. Yes. <laughs> My reality is not your reality. And even though they have similarities. Yeah. Same is true on the other side. Absolutely. The same is true on the other side. So. Oh. All about the choice. Well, this has been a long time. No comments. Interesting. Did I don't, we... I don't know if we, if we've just got them thinking hard or. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> are, going... you, are you still there? Did we. Did WTF. We... <laughs> did we totally freak you out? <laughs> are you still there? Or are you just being polite? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you politely going, what the heck are I talking about? <laughs> Or are Wait. you enjoying this and you're just on a listening mode? That's very much a possibility too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but let us know if you're still there, type us a line and say so. Yes, please. Um, um, but to, and, and crickets, and crickets. <laughs> <laughs> we are here. Thank you, We're Denise. Here. Denise is a who. She's a <laughs> no, who. We're here. We're here. We're here. Um, we've got, uh, for, for next time, uh, we're going to cover, it's uh, called empaths, intuitives, and mediums. Oh my, who are these people and what do they do? Muggles, witches, energy workers, shaman, light workers. We're going to sort through the mess and kind of tell you what it all means. <laughs> ah, Deborah says it's quite the ponderous subject. Not, Not sure what to think. Yeah, that's that's Randy okay. Is here. You know what? <laughs> Hallmark for evolving, Deborah, is not thinking. <laughs> when you start evolving, you stop thinking, and that's the number one criticism for lower vibrating people around evolving people is they're like, have you lost your mind? And the evolving person's reply is generally, well, yes, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I need to remember that one. <laughs> so you know, Emma, and, and you're on the right track, honey. <laughs> and I guess I should too, just to add a little bit to the end. Yes. Um, the, we talked about, you know, the energy and that sort of thing, because that, the vibration for the part that Margaret talked about with the different dimensions and, and what was the other word? It just went out of my Densities. head. Densities. Densities. Yeah. Density is based on vibration and energy vibration and all yes. that stuff. Yes. And, and there is just to add one more little layer to give you some thoughts. I'm not, don't want to get deep into it, but there is some concern that there are some people who would like to restrict our ability to raise our vibration and they can do so through With technology technology mm. like okay be real folks i know you've heard comments about that and references to that on social media what iris says is not new to you um we're just saying that there uh, there's relativity to those ideas. There's relativity to what we're explaining to you tonight. And yeah. what I find interesting about all this is the more I learn about the, what some people call woo woo, the more I see how it's based in the science that we already have. And, 
science and spirituality are the same thing actually yeah Yeah. and so so when you realize two sides of the same coin yeah Yeah. if you can have this somebody says i can't have that no wait a minute you can mm, everything can exist at the same time it's called planet earth (laughs) (laughs) you're already scotty (laughs) that's right you're already doing it people Everything possible already exists or has already existed. So yes. that, that, yeah, that is, um, that's an interesting debate that actually takes time too. Cause people like to try to throw, what about this and that? And I can tell you how they exist, co- coexist, but yeah. that's interesting conversation that goes, that usually takes a glass of wine and a fireside for hours Ooh. and hours. Maybe you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll bring in the fire video and we'll be on each side of it. And we'll there you go. <laughs> I have one burning in the middle. I like that. Yeah. Get that so, first dimension in there. Yeah, that's right. First density. Hey. Get some first density beings in here. You, you can put your cat in your lap and I'll bring Sophie and then we'll have the second dimensional beings. And There we go. <laughs> I'll wear my cat ears. Yeah. <laughs> be representative. <laughs> But guys, thank you so much for sticking with us and listening and, you know, ponder it, look into it. We, you know, we certainly can't cover it all in the hour that we have here. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but, but we'll be back sticking your toes in. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. we'll be back next week and y'all have a good one. Yay. Bye. We love you. Thank you for joining the Eyes of Indigo with Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Music is Arcadia by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons. Visit our Facebook page for broadcast details, www.facebook.com slash eyesofindigo. Show is copyrighted 2021 by Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears, all rights reserved.